Don't touch that dial. The Growing Boulder Radio Show is on the air, celebrating a revolution that will change your life. Here are your hosts, Bill Schaefer and Mark Middleton. You know, folks, Bill Schaefer does the music here at the Growing Boulder Radio Show, and Bill, you did it right that time. The oh, Kinks, yeah, man. You really got me now. Yeah, see, that's why we play the records. No, nothing, <laughs> While we played it ourselves, it didn't work. Nothing better than that. Our next guest, folks, one of our favorites. She's a novelist, a former TV health and consumer correspondent who still is very, very active uh, uh, in that area. And uh, that, Bill, really doesn't begin to describe this multi-talented woman. You know, she's she's had such a broad brush of experience that she's been able to focus on some issues that she thinks are very important and they're fascinating to the rest of us because she's the author of a very important book out called Right Sizing Your Life, which really is a must read for anybody. She's an expert on housing as we age, as we become 40 or 50 or 60 to try to get rid of some of the clutter that we all accumulate in a life. So let's get her on and find out a little bit more about that. C.G. Ware is with us today. Hey, C.G. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Mark. Hey, C.G. Good to be back. Yeah, listen, it's great to have you. Let's talk a little bit just to recap about right-sizing your life. Once again, we all have homes filled with junk, and when they get bigger, when we're in our 30s and 40s, we buy homes that are even larger so we can put more of our junk in those. And then there comes the day when we got too much. The day of reckoning. (laughs) Well, we've talked about this uh, a little bit before, and, you know, it always makes me think in springtime is this moment where... Oh my gosh, you're pulling, you know, you're putting the uh, winter clothes away, not so much in Florida, but, you know, you do kind of shift things around. And it's a moment where you realize how much stuff, you know, all our life we've, we've uh, been accumulating things, and now we're kind of in the divestiture so that we not just get less, we get better, that we have only the stuff we use and love. But just the process of doing that, at least in our lives, was so overwhelming that I ended up writing a book about, you know, there must be a system and a way to do this in a logical way. So that you end up with what you love and use, and you don't feel sort of burdened by all the stuff smashed in your garage. Boy, burden is a good word. You know, we talked to Ann Ornish uh, just now about uh, taking the stress out of your life, and and for many of us at this age, stuff does equal stress, doesn't it? You gotta you gotta think about it. You gotta take care of it. You know, I and I, you know, I always said tell everybody I'm no, you know, I never became the expert on this. You know, I was a reporter. I've written historical novels. You know, what do I know about all this? Well, when we made this big move from 4,000 square feet to 1,300, it was just wrenching. And we've told the story before, but the thing is, it it be it is terribly stressful to either be have all the stuff that you don't use or pay to have it stored. And I really think, you know, even now I'm looking around my office because I've been working on a project you know we just even if we're not neat freaks and we try to keep up with it it just gets to the point where you really i realize now two years out since uh, right size in your life came out that you've got to really keep up with it it's almost a daily burden so the more you do really well the less you have to keep you know pruning and pruning and pruning but it seems to me that we're all human and it is becoming sort of this process that if you become aware of it you don't buy as much and it's part of this whole green thing i think you know cg since you wrote the book there's been one huge change in and it's been the economic variable you know mortgages are are impossible to get now and people have have lost value in their homes you know they're they can't get a loan can't mortgage a lot of homes are being foreclosed on how is this affecting that 
Well, you know, what I, I, I was out. I've been out and about. In fact, I was not in your area, but I was over in Fort Myers. You know, I do a lot of speaking, and so I was at Fort Myers and in Cape Coral, and oh, my gosh, it was depressing, you know, all these houses for sale and all that. Um, and I was in Phoenix, and I was talking um, at a big opening of an Active 55 uh, opening, and, of course, they're worried they're not going to sell these beautiful houses. But I, as I was talking to people, you know, I, it occurred to me, okay, this is a really bad thing uh, for people 50-plus because they're thinking, oh, I wanted to sell my house, use it as my pension plan, maybe, you know, live off the profits of the inflation of the family home I've held for 20 years. Now what am I going to do? And, you know, there, so I think this mortgage melt- meltdown has very impactful um, uh, on on people of our age because we were using our houses kind of as our future uh, way to finance perhaps if we didn't save enough money. So that's one issue. But there's a kind of silver lining. You know me, I'm always looking for the silver lining and things. And is if you can't sell your house right now or if you can't buy the house you want, this is a perfect time to spend this time as a gift of time to begin doing the kinds of things that you we all have been talking about of paring down, editing, getting the stuff that you really want in your life. And usually you do it with a gun at your head when you have to move in a week or a month. So if you're stuck right now, it's a really good time to use the times, and you'll start to feel better even if you're stuck and you can't move and you can't buy. C.G., Bill just asked you to put on your uh, your consumer hat, and, and Lord knows you've worn a lot of different hats through your career. Are, are, are you really as fearless as you seem to be in terms of, of moving into writing historical novels, writing uh, nonfiction, uh, you know, becoming an expert on many different things? Is there, is there anything that holds you back? Well, you know, I think... If there's a funny thing that's happened to me um, in the last 10 years, which is I think it happens to all of us. Look at you guys. You started a whole new venture. We people of this age have so much experience. And, you know, the kind of the, it's beginning to be recognized that we can do anything because we have had the experience and the smarts and we're sadder but wiser in some respects. And so why should there be anything holding us back? You know, ageism is just an ism it's not real if you don't give it the power you know that it is so in my life you know in a funny way everything i've ever done has always been related to being a reporter and what do reporters do they go out and they find out what's going on and they comment on it or they and you know so in historical novels i would go back and get the story that happened 200 years ago in in ireland or whatever i was writing about so my skills were skills that were adaptable and i think that really applies to everybody whether you were an engineer or a teacher or a broadcaster whatever you we all have these amazing skills that can be repurposed at this time of our life and figure out how do you want to use these skills that you have in a new way that gives you joy, that gets you up every morning. And I think for me, being able to go out and get information and process it and kind of hone it and figure out what it might mean to, you know, an audience is just the same skill. It's just been applied, you know, to different things. I mean, I hadn't been out in the field in a while. You know, I've been off the air for 10 years. 
And I was so excited getting into Florida and talking to people and getting back, you know, and I realized, hey, I still have these. I still can do it, you know. Yeah, you got game. I think we all are like that. We just have to realize it and, and, and say, okay, I can do this. You still got game, CG. You know, Bill and I are uh, repurpose is one of our favorite words because that's what we do with this radio show. We repurpose it on our website, growingbolder.com. That's what we do with our videos. We repurpose them for, for local and national television. And, it's green. Uh, you're recycling. That's exactly right. Just keep right. on keeping on. And, you know, I don't know if it's quite as, uh, as exciting as, as right-sizing, but that might be a good title for your next book, uh, repurpose, repurpose Your Life. Yeah. yeah. Repurpose Your Life. I, that's a, gosh, you guys, you've given me a great idea. What well, I realized this morning, I was reading about, I don't know, if you saw apropos of this uh, mortgage thing, but the J.P. Morgan Cheats and Tricks memo that surfaced this weekend, it was a memo that was sort of giving uh, the brokers tips on how to inflate the buyer's uh, income, and basically, you know, I mean, it's a real scandal. And I was so outraged when I read it, I thought, where you're just as Oh, it can make you nuts, can it? CJ, we're going to have to let you go because we've got to run, but there's so much more for uh, from CJ on growingbolder.com, and we've got a lot more of this radio show coming right up. Thanks, CJ. Hey, hey, this is Davy Jones from the Monkeys here, and you're listening to the Growing Boulder Show, so don't touch that dial.